everyone, welcome to another episode of What is a Podcast? And there was no podcast a week ago, apologies, but I had some things come up, couldn't do it, but we're here, spring is springing, I'm recording this on Easter, baseball season is up and running, March Madness is coming to a close. We got basketball. We got football trade rumors. We got allergies. Spring is in the air and we got vaccines. So more of us are going to be outside, right? Um, But yeah, spring is spring. I'm feeling good. I am feeling a little bit of what I'm calling vaccine FOMO just because I don't have the vaccine yet. And a lot of people I know are getting the vaccine and it's like, I should probably get on that vaccine, but when I do, when I get on that vaccine, right, and I I can be out in the world again, I'll probably stay home a lot of the time, because I'm an introvert, but when I can, watch out, because I'm going to be at the grocery stores, I'm going to be at the park, I'm going to be at the the mall, I'm going to be at all those places, so you better watch out, but um, I was thinking about what to what to talk about today, right? Because there's some fun stuff and some not-so-fun stuff, right? And the not-so-fun stuff, I don't have a whole lot of information on because I know that there's been some apology videos that have been made, like James Charles and them have made apology videos recently. And on this podcast, on this very podcast, I spent a long time dissecting only JS who's a TikTok star's apology video. I spent a long time talking about that whole thing, right? And it's not that I don't think I should have done that. I don't think that that's a waste of my time. But right now, at this point, I have no energy for apology videos, right? Like, I can't sit through an apology video right now because I just, it doesn't interest me, right? Like, the drama doesn't interest me. Like, only Dreyas, it interested me, right, to the point like, oh, did she really say that? Or what did she say in the apology? Or what's gonna happen now? I was interested in that situation, even if what she said and did was personally offensive to me. Um, I It caught my interest. But now, right, and this is like a month later, a month later now, I, I have no interest, I have no energy for apology videos, and I'm just, I'm not gonna watch them this time. I might watch it in the future, I might get caught up in it in the future, but as of right now, like, I, I have no tolerance for an apology video. Are you sorry? Is it real? Is it fake? Fuck it, I don't know, right? I don't, I don't know any situation about anything that's happening, right? But what I do know is this, right? At least in the James Charles case, um, it does involve people who are under 18, right? Talking to people who are under 18. And this is something that people need to realize, like people in general, right? Like, first of all, it's like, don't be a child predator, right? And I'm not accusing James of being a child predator. Again, I do not know the fucking story. I really don't. Um, But when it comes to the internet and interacting with the internet, I shouldn't have to tell you to not be a child predator, but don't, right? But when it comes to interacting with, like, fans, right, 
on the timeline or whatever or on social media, right? If you're going to like interact with a fan, right? Like say a fan asks you a question, you answer it, right? Or you retweet it or something like that, right? It doesn't matter how old or young that person is, right? Because you're just like answering a question or like showing appreciation, saying thank you, anything like that. But that's like a public thing. Like if a plant, if a fan tweets at you and you tweet back, right? That's a public thing, right? That's like, oh, thank you, or answering a question, retweeting, all that stuff. Nothing there is even relevant, right? To anything, right? You don't, you likely, if you're a celebrity, I imagine, you're likely just replying and you're not looking at their profile or anything like that. You're just answering a question, right? But when it gets to the DMs, right? If someone is DMing you, right? Then you have to absolutely make sure before you respond, you have to absolutely make sure you know how old that is, how old that person is. You have to absolutely make sure of that, right? Because if you suspect someone is under 18, like even if you suspect, right, that they're lying about their age or that it's possible they're lying about their age, if you suspect that, right, then you're really only move, right? Or you have two moves. One move is to not respond at all, right? Not respond at all, just completely cut it off. Second move is to tell the truth, right? Like, you know, I'm not sure about your age or I'm not interested or anything like that and move on from there, right? Even like saying you're not interested is not a lie because if you think they're under 18, you shouldn't be interested. So that's not a lie, right? Those are your two moves, right? And if you don't do that, right? Even if you think you're not doing something wrong, you are, right? You are doing something wrong because even if you don't have any romantic intentions, if someone is talking to you in a way that could be romantic, you have the responsibility, right? And people, like, if you're 16, 17, you have some responsibility too. But if you're over 18, if you're an adult, if you're a celebrity, you have the responsibility to not manipulate a fan that way or not to manipulate a a person that way if you have some type of celebrity status right that's on you right because being a celebrity entails people talking about you talking to you and if you are desirable people might want to date you right that's just how how it goes right people fantasize and have celebrity crushes and all that Right, and if you're someone's celebrity crush, right, you have to be very, very careful. I would imagine I am not a celebrity, and to my knowledge, I don't know very many people who have crushes on me. But you have a responsibility if you are someone's celebrity crush to either just stay away, right, let them crush on you from afar or not manipulate them, right? Manipulation in this way is just really, really bad. And again, I don't know the entire situation. All I've seen is like tweets about DMing or messaging underaged people. That's all I know, right? And if you're caught up in that, again, if you're caught up in any underage stuff, you just have to literally leave right that's what you have to do is leave and 
I don't know about you. I know this isn't true for everybody because people get in trouble for this shit. And I think that you should get in very, very serious trouble for this shit. But sometimes, like, people will make the excuse. People will make this excuse, right? That, oh, these people, these young kids are wearing makeup or dressing a certain way and they look older. They might be 17, but they look 23, right? That's what people say. But to me... Whenever I realize the actual age of a person, right? It's because sometimes, oh, like I think they're older, it turns out they're younger, right? Once I know that they are younger, like I look at their profile, it says 17. Once I know that, right? Immediately, the brain chemistry that saw a person in their 20s is gone, right? It's absolutely gone, right? I'll look at them and they look all of a sudden so much younger, right? Now that I know that they are younger, they physically look younger, right? And I just say, oh, that's a teenager, right? At that point, like there's nothing to say, oh, teenager, move away, right? That's how my brain works. And either not everyone's brain works like that, or people don't care, or something else that I'm just, I'm just not going to get into. But when it comes to that, like, I always like, oh, like, especially on TikTok, because on TikTok, you can see anybody, right? You can see a teenager, you can see a 90 year old person, right? I click on the profile, and it has their age, right? Oh, I thought you you look 22. Turns out you're not. And now, now that I know you're not, you don't look 22 to me anymore, right? Case closed. Done deal, sign, seal, deliver over but again i don't think everyone has that but if you see an age or if you can't confirm an age right just run away run away like literally run away there's no shame in just sprinting away from that situation because ultimately right you're doing the right thing by leaving them not wondering leaving them absolutely sure that you are not pursuing this right even if the person on the other end is sad even if whoever you're talking to is sad it doesn't matter if they're sad right they're underage it doesn't matter if they're sad about this let them be sad about pre-calculus like how the fuck do you look like if you're like 24 years old talking to someone doing pre-calculus right your your lives are at completely different stages like what is you even doing what is you even doing right don't do that stay away from from the young ones, right? That's my message to literally everybody. If you are under 18 and you are listening to this, my advice would be to not romantically message anyone who is above 18 and can manipulate you. But I'm not putting the fault on you. I'm not putting the blame on the young ones, right? Because it's scientifically proven that you are not fully developed brain-wise until you're in your 20s, right? I said scientifically proven, and I was like absolutely sure about that, but I realized that I'm not. <laughs> um, I realized that I haven't actually like read an actual study. I'm, that's just something that I heard. But but but, I do think that there's truth to that. Scientific study or not, I do think that there's truth to that, right? And if you're a younger person, right, and you don't have the experience or you don't have the brain development or whatever you want to call it, you're not gonna do advised things 
all the time. Like someone can tell you, do not message this person, right? But some teenagers are still going to do it because that's just how teenagers are, right? You're going to do that, right? And I know that there's some truth to this because I started college at 17, right? I was 18 and 19, also in college, adult, right? Definitely was not an adult. Legally, I was an adult. Definitely was not an adult, right? I didn't know half the stuff I do now. My brain was going through a transition period because I was in a new place and I wasn't at home. And at the same time, I'm learning so much stuff from fucking college. So I don't blame kids in that situation because their brain is going in so many directions and trying to form connections and mold together, right? But the adults who've already been through that phase, no, 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 no. You knew and you should have ran away. You should have turned it the other way, right? But you didn't. And that's fucked. And that you you need to be reprimanded and punished for that, right? And leaning into that, right? Into the like some like this sort of related topic, right? Bad baby, who you may know as the catch me outside girl, um, she made an OnlyFans. And the reason why this is significant is because Bad Baby has, to my knowledge, only recently turned 18. Right? I'm gonna actually search this up right now. Bad baby, March 26, 18 years old. Right? So she has not been 18 for a month yet, right? And she made an OnlyFans and has made lots of money off of OnlyFans. Remember, OnlyFans, you can be naked on OnlyFans, right? And in and of itself, right, there's like nothing like legally wrong here with with this bad baby situation. The thing about it is... And I didn't even know she was 18. I actually thought she was older, but I guess not. But the issue is, right, this is the same as don't talk to high schoolers shit, right? People sort of seeing a 15, 16-year-old and then just waiting for the day, right, the clock to strike midnight on their 18th birthday to do something, right? Because that... You're 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 creating a legal loophole, right, to do that. But really, that's some some nerd shit, right? Like, if you're a 25 year old, 26 year old, which is what I am, you're looking at a 16 year old, 10 years younger than you, right? And you're like, let me wait until that person is 18. Let me just wait, right? And then I'm going to be like how I want to be, like all perverted in making sexual comments and things. Once they hit that point, then I'm going to do it, right? That is not cool with me. That's like basically the same thing as talking to high schoolers, right? Because you're fantasizing about an underage person, right? You're fantasizing about someone who doesn't change, right? 17th birthday, in 364 days, right? The last day of 17 and the first day of 18, right? There's no physical changes happening in that time, right? They're they're not 
They didn't all of a sudden like grow six feet tall and change all their features. No, right? So when it comes to that, that's sort of the same thing, right? And I'm not going to say that people can't get money, right? Bad Baby has basically been problematic her whole career, right? But when it comes to this, I'm not going to say don't get money. If you have an opportunity to get money, get money, right? I'm not going to say that, right? But even though I spent a lot of time thinking, oh, Bad Baby is a sort of weird, planted person in the industry that came up on Dr. Phil and somehow became a rapper and personality, even though that stuff, I haven't always praised Bad Baby. I feel bad that some of this stuff was happening, right? Because in order for Bad Baby to make a million on OnlyFans, which I'm not sure if I mentioned, but she made a literal million on OnlyFans in like a day, right? In order for that to happen, right? Because you got to remember, 18-year-olds don't have money, right? And you got to be over 18 probably to even do this OnlyFans shit, like to even like pay for OnlyFans. You probably have to be over 18, like, from the get up, right? But in order to make that much money, and again, 18, 17 year olds do not have money like that, unless they're a rare exception. That means grown men were paying for bad baby to potentially be naked, right? You don't have to be naked on OnlyFans. You don't have to post a single nude, right? OnlyFans is essentially the same thing as Patreon, to my understanding. It's just the same thing, right? But more nudity. I don't know if you can be nude on Patreon, but OnlyFans has got that locked up, right? But when it comes to that, you're paying so much money for a potential nude of someone who has mostly been underage. She's only been 18 for a week and a half, right? And Again, you don't change between last day of 17, first day of 18. You don't bodily change. So what's the deal, fellas, right? It seems like you've been fantasizing about a teenage girl. And you know what that means? I I can't associate with you because you're going to say some off-the-wall shit. And if I'm associated with you, people are going to associate me with that off-the-wall shit. And I never believed it in the first place. So, um, we're not going, we're not going to be friends if I find that out, right? Because you have been spending years, right? I don't know when she made it to Dr. Phil. I don't know how old she was when she made it to Dr. Phil. But spending years... Thinking about an underage girl? Absolutely not, right? Or thinking, oh, I haven't been fantasizing about this underage person, but now that I know that this person is not underage, now I'm going to weird, right? Don't don't be a weirdo. That's something that, you know, thinking about it, I'm anti-some things, right? I'm anti, you know racist, anti-sexist, right? All that stuff, right? But what I also am anti is weirdos. Weirdo is not just someone who has some quirks and some what can be considered weird habits. No, weirdo is this shit. This is some weirdo behavior. I am anti 100% weirdo. And people 
paying for bad babies only fans. I'm not saying all of you are weirdos, but probably all of you are weirdos because I don't know why else. Unless you're like someone who's actually 18. No. Weirdo. 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 Stay away from me. Um, But now on to some lighter news. We have a new summer coming soon in the next season. And it's been dubbed by some white boy summer. And by some, I mean Chet Hanks, who is a son of Tom Hanks. And I don't know how... Chet Hanks operates. I don't understand him. What I do know is that I feel equal amounts of love and hate for Chet Hanks, right? Sometimes I see Chet Hanks and he'll speak with his like faking Jamaican patois and I'll be like, man, how did Tom Hanks fuck this one up? We love Tom Hanks. Chet, not so much, right? But then Chet will say something that's 100% genuinely just honest and hilarious. And it's like, where are we going, right? But I feel equal amounts of love and hate for Chet Hanks. And I don't know, after White Boy Summer, his invention, I don't know what I will feel about it. But it's weird because like, that sort of emotion, like, I don't like you but I also like some of the things you do. And it would be beneficial for both of us to keep on in the situation, right? That's something that I don't feel for very many people, but I feel it with Chet Hanks, right? I see this sort of duality in Chet Hanks. And then this white boy summer, like that might be if Chet Hanks follows through, which, hey, probably not. Um, it could be the most hilarious thing, um, of the summer is white boy summer, right? It could also be an incredibly racist thing. Um, just so that we're clear, um, it could, it could lead to that. But, um, when it comes to white boy summer and just like thinking about it, right? I'm thinking that it's comedy, right? It just feels comedic to me, like a whole bunch of guys saying white boy summer and trying to be cool, but like in really, really reality, they're like taking time lapses on the beach and posting it to their Instagram, right? That's what white boy summer is. But I just think that's so hilarious. And what I also think is hilarious, right? What I also think is hilarious is people of color appropriating white boy summer, Right, just black people, Asian people, Latinx people, Middle Eastern people, Native American people, all my people, right? Just go in and co-opt white boy summer, and white boy summer suggests you know gendered, right? Let's get all genders in there too, right? All all of us, right? Just white boy summering, whether we are white, whether we are a boy, whether we are both whether we are neither, like everyone just be on white boy summer, right? And we'll see what fucking happens, right? Because I think that that is so catchy. It's funny. The characters attached to it are hilarious. But how does this turn out, right? And I don't think Chet Hanks is going to build a racist army, right? I don't think that. But I imagine some white person that might be a white nationalist would, right? So that's something 
tough. But um, white boy summer, I'm here for it. I want to appropriate it. I want to post white boy summer pics and just be me and my black self and then just laugh, right? That's a lot of what I do is just laugh at myself. But yeah, the white boy summer thing, something to watch out for if it gains traction, if it's still used in things because... If white boy summer is a thing, you might have to load back up. Um, But the other thing I wanted to talk about is this movie industry that we're in right now. I might have talked about this before, but with things like King Kong versus Godzilla, which I believe is going out on HBO Max right now, right? With things like that, I don't want to watch that online. I don't want to watch that in my bedroom on my computer. Absolutely not. With a King Kong Godzilla movie, I want to be at a theater, overpriced food, with someone else, talking about the movie after, going straight ham for it, right? Because if I do Godzilla versus Kong in my house, in my bedroom, that's not an event, right? That's not like something to look forward to. That's just something that I chose to do right there's no bells and whistles around it so whether that movie is good or bad i i won't know what i'll know is the feeling that the that the movie left right and of whether that movie that i see is good or bad but that sort of movie theater energy i'm missing right i'm missing that movie theater vibe and people say movie theaters are dead kill the movie theater it's too expensive and the movie theater is too expensive movie theater food is too expensive all of that right but i think that the experience is so much different and i don't want to watch actiony movies for the first time on the internet i haven't watched soul i haven't watched wonder woman because I just know it's not going to be as good. I want to see it in theater somehow. But then I run into the dilemma, right? That if I don't see things in theaters and I refuse to watch them online, eventually they're no longer going to be in theaters, which means I have to watch them online or with a DVD player, which means that I'm actually not fulfilling my purpose. But I really like movie theaters, right? I really like going to the movies, right? Because think, if a movie is bad, right? Because there's like a concern, I pay all this money for a bad movie. If the movie is bad, one, you're immediately out of that environment because you have to leave the theater. Two, you can talk to friends or discuss the movie, talk shit about the movie, do whatever you want to the movie, right? And three, right? It's not going to like stick with you longer. Like watching a movie with your laptop screen, right? And just being alone, that thing sticks with you longer, right? You're wondering what to do, or at least I wonder what I do, right? But when I come to the movie theater, since after the movie ends, I just have to leave, right? It doesn't stick with me in the same way. I can still talk about it, enjoy it, right? But it won't stick with me. And if the movie's bad, or if the movie's sad, or the movie's depressing i don't want it to stick with me maybe what i'm saying is movies where people like die or like get in danger maybe not for me but at the same time 
I can't watch Netflix. I can't watch Hulu. I can put on a show. I can put on a movie I've ever seen. I've already seen before. But when it comes to just like that movie theater experience for something that you haven't seen before, you're just going and you don't know what to expect. You've seen the trailer. You've seen everything about this movie and you're ready to fucking pounce at the entertainment, right? That feeling could be gone if movie theaters go away and i think that feeling and of course the movie atmosphere does so much for a movie that i want movie theaters to come back or not come back to stay open right just so that we can have that like once the pandemic is over right once we can do all these things again like There's nothing like a crowd collectively laughing or a crowd collectively gasping, right? There's nothing that matches that feeling. I'm not saying it's the best feeling in the world, but nothing specifically matches that feeling except for movies. How does it match that feeling in the movie theater, right? So I haven't seen Godzilla vs. Kong. That's That's a short version. Will I ever? I might not ever, right? I might not ever, right? Just because I'm not trying to go into someone's house and catch the virus, but also am not buying a TV. So um, both of those just mean I'm I'm just not doing it, right? I might never see Godzilla vs. Kong, right? And is that my own doing? Yes. Do I think it's rational? No, but also also yes right and that is about it for there but what i want to what i want to end on here right other than don't talk to kids on the internet like please don't um but what i want to leave you this is this one final thing right cuz march madness is happening and ucla beat gonzaga or wow Wow, wow, I said the completely wrong thing. Gonzaga beat UCLA on a last-minute shot, right? Fantastic game, crowd goes wild, everything that the movies are made of. Skip Bayless, sports commenter, right, says, It was a lucky shot. I don't know what's making a big deal. Why are people making a big deal about this shot or this game? And what I realize, and it's something that I always realize, right, but... Certain people work so hard so that they can just troll. Because what Skip Bayless said was basically a troll, a counterpoint to the mainstream narrative of March Madness and what it represents and how fun it is, right? And it is, by and large, just a fun thing to do, to think about, right? But when it comes to your profession if you are a sports critic or anything else, right? If you work hard enough, if you work hard enough, if you go and you put your nose through the grind, eventually you can just troll for a living. Because that's what I think Skip Bayless is doing. He's just trolling, right? He's just saying anything. And because he's Skip Bayless, people are going to quote tweet him or they're going to talk shit about him. They're going to stitch me and duet. But... When it come when it comes to success, right? Maybe success is, maybe success is, just trolling all day. Maybe, but other than that, that is about it. 
Thank you for listening, watching, paying attention. I will see you next week. See you later. Dot com. Later.